0: Sky beans after.
1: Hey boo welcome back to ghosted i think i'm a ghost i cannot get water like sinks and and public restrooms to work you know like those automatic ones i wave my hand under and i keep doing it and they won't work for me so i'm walking around with dirty hands because i think i'm a ghost or maybe i'm just yeah maybe i'm just dead maybe i'm just a ghost that's what's been going on in my week. It's been it's been a hectic one. But I'm so grateful for everybody that listened last week with Kim Chi. We were trying something out a little uh, different where I had one of my fun friends on that doesn't have any ghost stories. And I think we still had a good time, and I'm happy that people listened to it. So we were just trying that out, and hopefully we can have some more of my friends on here and uh, read some of your ghost stories. Now, we've got... More and more ghost stories coming my way. Mainly because of our new Facebook group, and I am so grateful for the people that have joined it. We're still new. We're still a a small but mighty uh, public group on Facebook. But uh, we're going to grow this thing, and you guys are doing exactly what I was hoping you would do. There are some good stories in here. There are some good conversation starters. There are some great photos. We've got Christina. I see you, boo, boo. Becky posted something. Daphna posted something in here. Alan, oh, look at all these people. Amber, Sarah, Rachel, Anna, Abby. I see you i see you, boo. Oh, Katie. Katie's got some pictures of a, a subuki old mansion that she stayed at. Um, so I hope you guys can uh, join it. It's just called Ghosted by Roz Dressfeles on Facebook. There is a page. Um, so like the page. And then I also have a group um, as well. And this is the group uh, where you can post in and share your ghost stories and, and say nice things about me and all that stuff. Now, this week, we actually are going to be giving you two for the price of one. That's right, honey. I've got two funny friends on the show that both have incredible ghost stories. Our first guest is... Uh, a longtime friend of mine, and you can actually see uh, she has an Instagram show called Bob and Donna. She also is a producer of Judge Jackie, which uh, stars Jackie Beats and my drag mother Sherry Vine. Uh, go check that out. On, uh, it's a podcast, and it's also uh, there's videos on YouTube and Instagram and all that. Um, and uh, she's also a hilarious comedian that you can see around town and and beyond. So... Here she is to tell us a tale of her roommate ghost in New York City, Sharon Houston. Well, you are here to tell us a little bit about your ghost experience. And I've heard uh, one of your stories, and it had me shooken to my core. It is a story. Well, let's let you tell it.
2: Well, first, okay. So I so when I lived in New York City, right? I was in a rush to find a I wasn't in a rush. I had 2 months to find a place to live. I had a sublet in Jersey City for 2 months. I had 2 months to find a place to live. Literally on the day that I had to be out of the place in Jersey City, I signed a lease on a studio apartment.
1: When in Manhattan. Wh- when was this? This
2: was 94. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: So how much was rent in Manhattan?
2: Rent in Manhattan, most of my friends who lived in studios were paying between nine and twelve hundred a month for a studio. Oh, that's still a lot. It's still a lot. You yeah. know how much I was paying? Huh? Four hundred and sixty-seven dollars and thirty-two cents. What? You. Somebody died.
1: Ah, now did they disclose that information?
2: They did because when the super showed me the apartment, he opened the door and it was filled with somebody else's stuff. Like, furniture.
1: Still. Yep. Pictures on the
2: wall. It didn't look fresh. It looked like it had been sitting around for, like, six months. Like, it was, uh, everything was askew. Like, everything was kind of messy and just didn't look like, it It looked like a time capsule. Mm -hmm. It looked like somebody, I don't, not through a party, but, like, somebody was just, like, not a very neat person. And left and never came home. And that's kind of what happened.
1: Yeah.
2: It was a, what the super told me. But I, I literally don't know the truth. I, I really don't know the truth is that it was a 27 year old girl that lived there who was from Colombia. She was an aspiring photographer. I did see pictures of her because there were pictures of her on the walls and that she died when he goes, oh, she died. I go, why doesn't she live here anymore? He goes, she died. And I looked at him like. Oh shit! And um, he was like, "Oh no, 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 no! She didn't die in here. She died somewhere out there." And like waved his hand, and I'm like, "Oh, in front of D'Agostino's? Like where? Like because I it was on Fifty Six and Broadway, right near Central
1: Park." Do you think that they had advertised this place and they couldn't get anyone in, or was it just no. that day?
2: People look for obituaries to rent apartments, so that was not that's not a deterrent in New York City. Mm. Um, it just had I don't I was there to look at a sublet. On, like, the fourth floor, it was a five-floor five, five walk-up. I was looking at a sublet on the fourth floor for 900 a month because he was going out to do some kind of Broadway bus and truck tour. And then the super was like, hey, I, something just opened up downstairs on the second floor. You want to take a look? I was like, yeah, because I'd rather walk up two flights than five every day or four every day. And uh, and that's that's how I found out about that apartment. And I was like, you know, it was a mess. And he's like, I'll take all the stuff out, but you have to paint it. But I'll pay for the paint. Um, And I was like, okay, cool. How much is it? And he went four sixty seven thirty two a month. All utilities included. And I was like, let me know when I can sign a lease.
1: (laughs) And did he say because someone died here? No. Well, died out there. It's
2: because I think that apartment just didn't flip. A lot like they can raise the rent every time it becomes vacant, but only a a certain percentage. That's how the rent controls is very much like rent stabilization laws in Los Angeles, where they can only raise it a certain percentage every year. And then when you flip it, you have to make significant upgrades to the apartment if you want to like jack up the rent. So uh, I just think whoever lived there before her probably lived there for forever. That that's who I think. Was haunting the apartment, not the 27-year-old. Really? It felt like an older person. It felt, the presence that I felt, it felt like a maternal figure. It didn't feel like a man. It felt like a woman. And it felt like a
1: maternal figure. Now, this is dark, but it's something to think about. What if that energy, like, drove her to her demise?
2: You know, who knows? She may have killed herself. She may have died of a heart murmur. I mean, who, who knows? What, maybe she skipped town and just went back to Columbia. I mean, you know, honestly. Oh, so
1: okay. So it wasn't confirmed how she died.
2: No, he was the only person I asked right. as the super. And who knows? You know, the super might have been like, you know, who knows? I mean, the super was really cool. This guy, Chris, he was very cool. His wife was very, they were very cool people. Um, but, you know. They meet a girl who's not from New York City, even though I'm, I've am i always lived in major cities. So it wasn't like I moved to New York and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, oh, another major city. No prob. Uh, so it, it, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, you know, he could have been bullshitting me, but I don't think so. I right. don't know.
1: But Which, it, it's very odd that all that stuff is just like left there. I mean, I guess she didn't have any friends or anybody to clean it out.
2: No, her family came to get the body and then left. And that was it. And it, but they, there were there were some things left behind. Like when I was moving in, she had built a big closet in the kitchen, sit sit in dining room area. It was a big East Village, tall ceilings style apartment in the middle of Midtown. It was, it was a big studio, and so she built this big closet that went from the dining room area all the way to the bathroom. So I would say maybe like twelve feet maybe longer it was it was a big closet so i had a ladder and i was just cleaning up all the little nicky necks that were left behind uh the uh and there were pictures of the pope on top of the closet like there was room between the top of the closet and the ceiling super tall ceilings there were pictures of the pope empty beer cans and little singular paper bags in the bathroom all of her prescriptions were still in the medicine cabinet and there were like I didn't even pay attention to what the prescriptions were. I wish I had, and I wish I had taken all the pills. <laughs>
1: right, but I was,
2: you know, I was, I, I was just focused on settling in. the 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 um, refrigerator was filled with maggots. Ew. The freezer, yeah, because it, it had all her rotten food and stuff. And I was just like, I, I, I literally pulled probably four all-nighters in a row, just to get the place clean so I could
1: live in it. This is such a horror movie. It's a
2: horror movie. But then once I get all settled and it's like, oh, it's so clean and fresh paint and New York City, and I look out the windows and I hear the taxi cabs, and and that's when the haunting started.
1: Did you sage? No. See, I feel like that's an important step. Do 21-year-olds really know about sage? I know, but you're also... Like a Latino? Yeah, I know, you, but you I have would— Did she have an d- abuela that had sage? No,
2: she would have practiced a santeria <laughs> or something or right. would have brought, you know, a, a, done a Catholic, you know, holy water. Sure. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I am just so convinced that everything's haunted always. So if I move into a place, I ask, is this place haunted? I don't believe them. But I'm moving anyway, and then I sage the fuck out of the place. Where
2: did you get this? Where where did you get this? Everything's haunted.
1: Oh, just because that's everything is haunted. Okay. Yeah, mainly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah.
2: Okay, so so here, I'm sure people are listening and going, Is she going to get to the weird stuff? Yes, here I go. So when I moved in, I settled in. And then weird stuff started to happen. I worked I worked at MTV at the time, and I, I worked really long hours. Fun.
1: What'd you do at MTV? Oh, my God.
2: I worked in the accounts payable department, please. I was, oh. like, pay, writing checks to, you know, famous—I I serviced the entire production department, but I would work crazy long hours because if the VMAs were happening, I had to issue all these checks and pay all these contracts. and wow. It was a lot. But um,
1: That's an exciting job for someone in their 20s. Like I l- guess. Living in New York, working for MTV.
2: Well, I liked it because I could walk there from work, and yeah. I could go do stand up at night so nice. you know it was it was fine and it paid well so you know for 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 a child you know I, I had a savings account I got to go to Broadway shows I was happy um, but uh, but I, I would come home and lights would be on or my TV would be on and because I was so overworked I was like huh I probably just forgot to turn that off sure and then the big and then I noticed that I had pictures On the walls, on a couple of walls, not the ones, not the one that faced 56th Street. That was just two windows and there was really no room to put anything on the wall there. So it was the side walls and they, uh, pictures would float up and slam down. (sighs) Yeah, but not like float, float, but they would go up probably about three or four inches off the wall and go like and slam. And I'm like, what? What is that? And I thought maybe it's the heat because the heater, the radiator, all the heat came up through the wall. Like you could touch my wall and it was hot uh-huh. during the winter, but that wasn't what was doing it because on the other wall there was no heater and it was happening on that wall too. So I came home one day from work and everything was on my kitchen light, my dining room light, my bathroom light, which by the way, uh, I'm going to save that for the end of the story. But my bathroom light was on. The water was running in my kitchen sink. My coffee pot was on. My clock radio was on. And, I, and and my cats, their tails were straight up in the air and their whiskers were out. So I I literally, I opened the door. I looked. I closed the door. And I walked my ass right down to the super's apartment. And I was like, hey. So Chris's wife answered the door. And I was like, Hey. Um, was Chris in my apartment today fixing something? And she goes, no, why? And then I just took a moment and I said, did that girl die in there? And she turned a very strange shade of gray and she had her baby on her hip and she goes let me put the baby down I'll be right over Mm -hmm. and slams the door in my face so I just wait I walk down to my front door I just wait then her door flies open and she goes open your door I'm going in so I open the door and she starts praying on everything like a Pentecostal preacher she's like Lord get this spirit out of here Lord Jesus get the spirit out let this spirit rest Lord Jesus like touching my closet going in the bathroom the kitchen because it was that area was where I felt it the most was near the bathroom, the, the the living room. She prayed, prayed, prayed. And then she just went like this, like swiped her hands clean yes. and went, all right, my work is done here now. You're going to be good. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. She knew
1: that some, I think that the girl died in there.
2: So, well, listen, it's Manhattan. Everybody's died in something. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like true. everyone's died in every single apartment in New York City, unless it's a new building. And um, so that was scary. But then the activity kind of stopped for a little while. Until I started packing up my stuff to move to LA. Like, I had all the boxes up, and one night I was in, I was in bed. Who am I kidding? I was in my futon, and <laughs> I was watching Letterman, and I'm like getting ready f- to fall asleep, and I hear this squeak, 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 pop, and my bathroom light comes on. Now, what's scary about that is somebody painted the light fixture shut. So the only way for me to turn the bathroom light on was for me to stand on my toilet because it's very high and I'm 4'10 and a half. I had to stand on my toilet and screw the light bulb in. And I had a little washcloth over the light fixture, over the glass light fixture that surrounded the bulb so that when it was time for me to turn it off, I would grab the washcloth because the bulb was so, so hot. So hot, right. So I stood up on the toilet. Well, I did, that's how I turned my light on. So when I heard that light turn on, I was like. God damn it. It's back. <laughs> so I got... Because that's
1: not like a flick even. like. No.
2: You have to screw... I you heard it screwing screw. in. Yeah. I heard it turning oh. round and round.
1: I hate that. It
2: was horrifying. So I was so scared. And I just... I was like, okay, just take a breath. I'm like, what do I do? And I've got the cat and the cats are like, we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I just... I ran really fast to the bathroom, jumped up on the toilet, unscrewed it really fast and ran back into my futon and got under the covers and just kind of like did this and just waited. And I, I'm like, I'm not sleeping tonight. So I'm just waiting. And it happened again. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just thought, talk. Talk to this spirit. And maybe it'll stop. And I was so stressed out because I wasn't ready to move to L.A. Or at least I didn't think I Like, it was just a very stressful time. Uh-huh. So I walk over to the bathroom. And I put my hands up. I put my hands out like this, like, out to my sides. And I looked up in the air, like, I'm talking to Jesus or something, and I just said, hey, I sense that you're upset that I'm leaving, Um, and I'm so sorry, and I don't want to go either, but it's time for me to go. Um, If if you don't mind, I'd appreciate it if you don't turn the light on again. And I got up on the toilet, and I unscrewed the light bulb, and then I went back to – I ran. Who am I kidding? I ran back to my futon, got back under the covers. No more paranormal activity for the rest of the time I was there.
1: See, I would have just taken the light bulb with me.
2: Well, that's what people say, like, why didn't you throw it in the garbage? And I was like, if it screwed itself in, it's floating up out of that garbage can. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Could you imagine? Like, I just didn't want to risk it. I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it in the fixture. I'm gonna unscrew it and I'm just gonna say, Don't don't just stop it. Please stop. Because I didn't sense that it was an, a mean spirit. Yes. I just you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like poltergeist. But let's be honest. If you're paying $467.32 for an apartment in Manhattan on 56th and Broadway, blood could come out of the walls. I know. You're staying.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a ghost literally slapping you in the face. And you're like, it's fine.
2: Yeah, you're like, it's fine. Here's the bag. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Like, hi. Absolutely, 100%.
1: But you don't seem like... You were that scared. I mean, for I me... I was shitting my pants. Oh, were you? Okay. Yes. Did, did you already believe in this kind of a thing? Like when that happened that yeah. day, when everything...
2: Oh, totally. I mean, you know, of course, you know, Latinos believe in fantasmas, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's 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 part of our culture, but it's also... I've always thought that spirits in the afterworld, whatever that is, is real. And I think sometimes people get trapped or they come back to visit for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So I knew... I knew something was not right. I'm like, oh, no, here's my first experience with living with a ghost.
1: Yeah. You, so you never had anything else. No. In childhood or anything. Yeah. Mm-mm. So you've had other experiences, though, since then, right? Just one. OK.
2: At the Barney's Beanery in Pasadena. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know there was a Barney's Beanery.
2: Yeah, there's a big one. It's like seven store. It's like a it's an old tenement house that they turned into Barney's Beanery. But they only have one, two floors of maybe three floors of Barney's Beanery and the rest are like offices. I don't know what's up there.
1: Because I know the one in West Hollywood, which is like legendary.
2: That's the first one.
1: That's why. Yeah. And that's also, it is said, where Janis Joplin, the last place she went to before she died.
2: Oh, so she got drunk at the fucking Barney's Beanery? That's what they
1: say and she walked home and there's also, she carved the name Janis in the bar and it's still there.
2: Oh my God, I want to see it. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I always regret, not going for Sunday night karaoke when Melissa McQueen was the KJ. I didn't know about that. Yeah, her last n- night was like two Sundays ago. Oh. Hmm. I know, but they so, do karaoke every Sunday night, Barney's Beanery. West so, Hollywood what's everybody. going
1: down at Barney's Beanery, Pasadena? Oh,
2: let me tell you. So,
1: Pasadena is a haunted ass place. There's a lot of old spookiness.
2: Really? Yes.
1: Well, do you know about the Suicide Bridge? No. The Suicide Bridge is a very tall bridge, I believe, on Colorado. It- I know that bridge. Yes, it's that big, tall bridge, and it's the Suicide Bridge because it's where people commit suicide. And people have jumped off of there oh for a God. long time. It's I had no a, idea. Yes, it's a very interesting read if you ever want to Google it.
2: I'm totally going to Google it because I'm obsessed with that documentary about the Golden Gate Bridge suicide. The
1: Bridge? The is that what it's bridge, called? The Bridge, yes. Oh, I watched it. It was hard to watch. It's
2: hard to watch, but it's still really interesting. Yeah, it does. I mean, I love getting into, you know, I don't know, I like weird, creepy. I'm That's a disgusting <laughs> person. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay, so So, so back Barney's to Bannery.
2: Bar- I mean, to us, really. Yeah. Barney's Bannery. So I go there because Melissa McQueen runs a show there on Monday nights. I walk in. I don't see anyone there. Barney's Bannery is empty, and it's like 7 o'clock at night. I'm like, how do these people stay in business? But it gets busy late. But um, I go in, and I have to go to the bathroom, and I don't see any signs. And then I finally see a sign for the bathroom, and it points downstairs to the basement. So I go down. And it's quiet. I go into the stall and then fucking water faucet turns on and turns off and turns on and turns off. So I go and I just sitting there. And And it's not
1: the kind where you is it the kind where you put your hand under? No. Okay. because even still, if that turned on, I mean, I could understand those turning on, but that would mean a hand was underneath it.
2: Right. There was no one in there with me.
1: This was like a knob.
2: Right. Uh So I go. So I get out and i it, i it's it's still going on and off and i look around and i don't even wash my hands immediately and I just start walking around and looking and I start feeling and then there's a, a, across from the bathroom is this weird like prop room. It's like old mirrors and old things, old chairs, things that they probably don't use anymore for
1: decor. I love that you call it a prop
2: room. <laughs> this is what it looks like. It looks like a prop room. It's like, oh, we're doing a show about this. Oh, look, I've yeah. got a thing that like a Captain America. What do you call those things? An armor circle thing.
1: Oh, yeah, like an arm shield. Arm shield. Like sure. there were arm
2: shields and swords and really? masks and shit. Yeah. So I go down there. Well, they look like it. It was probably just like a huge beer can lid that they put on the wall. Like, drink Guinness. Sure. Shit like that.
1: But with your creative mind.
2: With my creative mind, I made it a prop house. (laughs) So I, I, I start walking around there and I'm like, oh, yeah, this place is real haunted. And then I go back into the bathroom. I wash my hands. I go upstairs and I find Melissa and she's playing Candy Crush. And I'm like, Melissa, hey, hey, you know, exchange pleasantries. And I'm like, hey, is this place haunted? And she goes, oh, no, did you go down to the bathroom downstairs? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes. She goes, why, we have one on the first floor? I go, I only saw the sign that I saw. And that's what I went down and used. She goes, oh, yeah, people say it's haunted. Did you see the ghost? And I was like, I didn't see it. I just felt it. And then I went and talked to the manager. And I was like, this place is haunted, right? He goes, oh, super haunted. Did you see the ghost? Were you in the bathroom downstairs? I'm like, yes. He goes, did you walk down into the prop room? I go, I did. And he said, did you remember seeing that big mirror on the wall? Like as soon as you walk in to the left, leaning up against the wall, is this almost, I would say maybe it's like five feet tall. It's not quite six feet tall, but just like a mirror that you would hang on the wall to like look at your outfits and shit. And he goes, that mirror, he goes, we brought in a psychic. There was a psychic that came in. I think she was just there drinking. They didn't hire her. But she went downstairs to that bathroom and was feeling it out. And then she went into that, you know, prop room or whatever. And she stood in front of that mirror and she freaked out. And she said, that's a portal.
1: A portal? I know.
2: I don't even know what that means. (gasps) I think it's a portal to the afterworld or a portal to spirits. But she freaked out. She goes, that's a portal. I have to go.
1: Wow.
2: Paid her tab and got the fuck up out of there.
1: Ooh, that's so spooky. Yeah,
2: when you scare a psychic in a medium, like they're into that shit. Like they like to find ghosts. When you scare the ghost hunter, it's no bueno, as we say.
1: Well, I go ghost hunting and I'm terrified. You go ghost hunting? I'm trying to do it more, but yeah, since I was like a kid, I like going to places and I'm just not very much a professional, but I'm trying to learn. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Have you gone to the Queen Mary? It's I, a little hack, but, you know, they say it's haunted.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> we were actually, we, um, we we're just talking to Deborah Wilson about it. She um, went there and had all kinds of experiences. Yeah, I've, I've talked to many people. And, you know, they also do, the Queen Mary does, um, what do they call it, during Halloween time, uh, they do like a, a haunted house situation. Yeah, And so they actually have these actors that are playing ghosts. In the actual haunted ass Queen Mary at nighttime. Yeah,
2: they're dum dums. I would never do that shit.
1: Never. And I uh, talked to some people that that actually were actors on that, and they're like, "Yeah, we had shit happening all the time. Could you imagine?"
2: I would. Th- I would have to wear Depends. Number one. Yeah. I'd be screaming and telling everybody to get the fuck out because there's really there's actual ghosts here and they're horrifying. Like yeah. I I wouldn't even be able to work the Griffith Park haunted hayride.
1: Oh my god! And, and it's I was not just haunted. talking about Griffith Park too. No, Griffith Park's haunted as fuck. What? Girl, another Google. Yeah, it's cursed we land. We have
2: to go ghost hunt in fucking Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those cameras where you can take pictures of orbs?
1: I mean, that's just a camera. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they pop up or they pop up. But I have a hard time with orbs because a lot of times it's really just dust. And that's really? just like, you know, a flash will hit it and it just kind of. But I mean, if you're seeing an orb in person and it's floating, you know, that's. I've never
2: seen a ghost. I've only felt a ghost. Like, I've never seen a ghost, but I've felt, like, just twice. But I've never seen them. I've only felt them.
1: I know. Well, I've talked to a lot of people that have seen ghosts that they thought were just human beings. They didn't look ghosty. So.
2: I mean, that's the thing. That's why I felt like the woman in my a studio apartment in New York, was a woman because I used to have these crazy, vivid nightmares. Vivid, they weren't nightmares, they were dreams. But I never had them again. But I used to, like, I would have this dream that something was calling me to the bathroom. That's why I feel like whoever passed, passed in that room, whatever it was in the past, might not have always been a bathroom. But I would always get pulled to the bathroom and there would be an older woman wearing a white, it kind of looked like circa 1918 to 1920, a white nightgown. And she was she had gray hair and she had it back in a bun. And this totally could have been my imagination as well. Uh, but maybe. it was the same woman and she was floating above the bathtub. I had a huge bathtub with, you know, barefoot claws. She was floating in the air above the bathtub. And I kept saying, I think, did you drown? I think you drowned. And she would never say anything back to me. She was just floating above me.
1: I mean, isn't that crazy? I and mean, you're positive it was a dream.
2: Positive. I it wasn't me sleepwalking. I mean, it was spirits, definitely a dream.
1: Spirits can visit you in dreams for sure. Yeah. Uh, I wish we knew more about what happened there.
2: I know, but I don't know how you can research it because I don't. It, I know. It's, it's a rental. It's never. If they were condos for sale, they would have to provide that by law.
1: Oh, really? I
2: think so. I, I don't. I know in LA you have to tell people before you sell them, but it only has to be within two years of the death. Because one of my friends just bought a house, got a steal because the guy hung himself in the kitchen.
1: It's a great oh house. God. It's a great house.
2: I would have done the same thing, uh, not killed myself, but I would have bought it. Um, <laughs> but you know you, they have to tell you if it happens within a certain amount of time. The realtor has to say, "Hey, by the way, you know Joanne, you know threw herself out the window in this condo you're about to buy." So
1: that's why I think that. She might have died in the apartment because the wife of the super seemed to take responsibility and be like, "Oh shit!" Oh, she a may have. This was going to happen, and yeah. the, and the husband was like, eh, "She died out there, very nondescript."
2: Yeah, he just wanted my non-refundable key fee—the fake key fee that supers charge you in New York City. Do you know about this? No. Yeah, when you move to New York and you, you meet the super, you you know, th- yeah, they like you, you like them, you like the apartment, your credit checks out, they rent you the apartment, you go sign the lease, and then when you when you take the apartment, you have to give the super what they call a non-refundable key fee. And I'm like, well, what's this for? And, well, if anything goes wrong, I got a key for you, you know, I can handle it, I can take care of you. But they, are, they get free rent for being the super, so... What's the you know, but it's usually well, back in the day, this was almost twenty years ago, maybe more than twenty years ago, it was uh it was um between three and five hundred dollars that you would have to pay them in cash.
1: Yeah, it's probably like a thousand now. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so plus so you're playing your first months, your last months, and your deposit and you're paying the non-refundable key fee. So you're, you know, you're slapping down. Well, for me it wasn't that much because it was four sixty-seven thirty-two. Hello. But most people were, you know, dropping about twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars to rent an apartment. Jesus. Crazy,
1: crazy. Well, I guess you got lucky with being in the haunted one.
2: Blessed by the Lord Jesus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we do a fun little game here called EVPs.
2: Ooh, I or cannot wait.
1: EVP's. please. Okay. EVPs or EV so what's going to happen is I'm going to play two EVPs for you Mm -hmm. and I want you to guess what um, the experts believe these EVPs say so if you don't know EVP electronic voice phenomenon it is um, the belief that these are ghosts that were caught on tape now, this first one I found, I wanted to keep it kind of with the theme. So, I got these from New York. Um, well, this one is from uh, Brooklyn, it would appear. No, 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 Prospect.
2: Oh, Prospect Park. That's in Brooklyn. Quaker
1: Cemetery in Park Slope.
2: Oh, Park Slope is Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: in Brooklyn. Okay. So, I want you to tell me what you think this okay. ghost says. Okay, it's kind of loud, but you can, like, hear Oh, my hear God. A I've got chills.
2: Can I do it one more time? Yeah.
1: I hear like a peh, peh. I hear a. I, I. It sounds like I'm reaching out. Play it again. Listen. Well, I think there might, there might be a human at the end that says something, but. Mm-hmm. Peh, peh. It's like that's the thing. Peh, peh. Okay. It here's some options. They're either saying a, baloney. Maybe they're like. Okay. This is all baloney. B. Antony. Maybe they like Antony from from Queer Eye. Eye. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, even in the afterlife, right? Or C. Lonely. Or D. uh, Riding
2: uh, my pony. I think it's D. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: They believe it's lonely. I think that's an Eevee, please. Who believes
2: it's lonely? Um, uh, I think on, it's an Eevee, please. On
1: YouTube, uh, the uh, user's name is Brooklyn Geist. Oh, that's like a drag name. I like love Brooklyn it. Um, I don't know. They have some great stuff up there, but I don't, I don't hear lonely. But
2: I had no idea that you were so into ghosts and all this shit. This is amazing. I
1: know. I think <laughs> it's so fun. I just like being spooked. Oh, my God. When she was talking about the light bulb twisting on. No, thank you. I was also joined by the fabulous Jackie Johnson, who hosts a podcast called Natch Butte that I've been a guest on. You should check it out if you're a makeup lover, a beauty industry lover. She has great tips and all that about beauty products and such, such things is that so here she is to tell us the story of a phone call from beyond the grave Jackie Johnson so you've had experiences though as well right with ghosts
0: well there's a pretty big story okay I'm I'm not that involved in the story but this goes back this is some lore okay this is some lore okay I love my family sure so I guess I'll start by showing you a photo This is Leona May Parr.
1: Yeah, it is Leona Leona, May. Come
0: through. Come through, Leona May. My mom's aunt. And you know, like, kind of the kooky aunt trope.
1: Well, yeah, especially, I mean, your mom sounds like she's a hundred percent. So. My mom
0: is a kooky aunt. Mm-hmm. My mom would send my cousins the craziest Christmas gifts. She One time she sent them like a voodoo doll. It wasn't like a real voodoo doll. This was like an appropriated voodoo doll from like Gadzooks or something. Okay, but sure. She would always send my cousins like, one time she sent my cousin a giant blown up photo of her um, posing with my dad's Corvette. Like, just, like, crazy shit. So, it's like, oh, Aunt Susan's gifts are in the mail. Like, they were always very weird. Okay. Um. So, my mom is a kooky aunt, and now I'm a kooky aunt. I'm a proud kooky oh, aunt. Oh, you gotta you know? pass
1: down that family tradition. You gotta.
0: So, my, uh, so, Leona May Parr.
1: Wait, so, Leona May Parr was your mom's sister? No. My
0: mom's mom's sister.
1: Okay, so she's, like, a great aunt.
0: A great aunt, yes. Okay. This is Catherine Parr. Who was the last of Henry VIII's wives? And my mom claims that they're related. I have yet to do twenty-three in me.
1: You should,
0: but this is a this is a wild claim coming from my mother. Anyway, my mom claims Catherine Parr, the last wife of Henry VIII, is related to Leona May Parr. Parr is my grandmother's maiden name. Okay, and they're French,
1: and we're right on par. Okay,
0: exactly. So. Aunt Sis. Oh, they called her Aunt Sis. That's what, like, in, in the olden days, everybody <laughs> went by like a what funny name. they would name. call me. Right. Hey, Aunt Sis. Yes, Sis. Well, that was, you know, before the time. Now everybody calls everybody Sis, but they called her Sis. And that was, like, a, I don't know if it was, like, a rich pe- person thing, because I don't know if they were super rich, but it was, like, a, a snooty old white people thing. Like, oh, we, her name is, you know, um, Elizabeth, whatever, but we call her Tippy. You know, like, they just called okay. people weird shit. So, so this is Aunt Sis. Aunt Sis was... I mean, there's no... what How was the 2018 way of saying it? She was a little eccentric. She was a little kooky.
1: Do you think that she was a witch?
0: Um, Maybe she was. But all I know is that her behavior was considered odd. So I'll just tell you some of the weird things that she would do.
1: And she lived uh, what, period? This was 30s...
0: Yeah, early, mid-20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know. So, and this was in Texas, in a little small town where my mom is from. So Aunt Sis was eccentric. She was, she went with no husband, which at the time was considered very crazy and odd, you know, which is, now we think that's silly, of course, you know, live your life, but she was... Kind of a loner. And wasn't... they? Her parents kept a real watch on her because she was always kind of an outsider. And, and people with mental illness were treated differently back then. And because I don't have her medical records in front of me, all I know is that she was considered to be in the family kind of the weird one, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Okay. So she was kind of the dark horse of the family. But she started doing... She would do all these crazy things. So she was considered, like I said, in the family, like, oh, their aunt sis is up to something again. One day she was driving, in the middle of traffic, stops the car, gets out of the car, gets in the middle of the intersection, sits down, and just pisses herself. She was just always doing things. You know what I mean? Like, stories, anecdotes. Sure. Uh, the the easiest thing back then was for them to just isolate her keep her away
1: sure at one
0: point there was a man who wanted to marry her he loved her he came to the family he said i want to marry sis and they said you can't marry him he drowned himself in the lake oh my gosh so there's some spooky stuff happening so my mom eventually grows up gets married to my father and her whole life aunt sis is a presence Aunt Sis would call, my mom would be asleep at 3 in the morning, the phone would ring. And of course, disoriented, this is the days of landlines, my mom would answer the phone, hello? And it would be Aunt Sis. And Aunt Sis had a very distinct voice, sort of like me, like a, a pretty low, she'd go, Susan, it's Sis, how are you?" And my mom's like, it's 3 a.m. But Aunt Sis had no concept of time. You know what I mean? She didn't know it was 3 a.m. She didn't know this was a very weird time to call somebody. That's Aunt You know says. what I mean? That's Aunt says. But this was the thing she always did. She would always call and wake my mom up at 3 a.m., you know, all the time. One time my mom was uh, getting the mail, she opened the box up, and it was a huge ball of keychains from like the drugstore. <laughs> like every, obviously she drove. She drove several towns over. She would go to every drugstore and buy every keychain in the whole drugstore. Every single one. I like answers. And then would send them all to my mom in a box. Like, just like, these were mild. You know, nobody was being hurt, but she just did kind of kooky stuff. Right. And I love keychains, so I'm with you. I would have been like, well, this is great. Yeah. I love keychains. At one point in her later years, she called one of those... Televangelist hotlines and gave all her money away, oh, like no. all of it. So you just again, she tells they're great stories at parties. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But but really, she my mom loved her, and obviously you saw the photo She's a stunning woman, beautiful Gorgeous. style. But just something wasn't right. So Aunt Sis dies,
1: and she ended up never getting married and never, never got having married, kids. Never
0: had kids. Oh. She dies. She lived a long life. When I was a baby, she died. So this was like in the 80s, late 80s, mid 80s. Let's be honest, mid 80s. (laughs) So one night, I'm a baby. My sister's a baby. My mom's mom had passed recently. So that was really sad for my mom. My mom's asleep next to my dad and the phone rings It's 3 a.m.
1: They say that's the witching hour.
0: The phone rings. My mom answers the fucking phone. She picks the phone up as soon as she picks it up. She doesn't even bring it to her ear yet. She hears, cracky, cracky, crackles, crackle, crackle, crackle. It's like loud to the, fa- to the point where my dad, who sleeps through everything, hears it and wakes up. So she he was. She was like, "That was Aunt Sis." And my dad, who's like, "Yeah, right," you know, you know. It rings again.
1: No. It rings again.
0: This time, my dad takes the phone. Now listen, my dad doesn't believe in any of this stuff. He says, Hello. It's sis. My dad's like, sis, you know, and to this day, my father who doesn't believe anything that my mom has ever said, who's like, you know what I mean? (laughs) He's like, it was her. I know I would hear that voice and know it from anybody. I would I knew it. it was her. My mom takes the phone. Are you with mother? Are you with mother? Because remember, her mother had just passed. Yeah, yeah. She's here. She's here. I'm with her. I mean, can you fucking imagine? Everyone in the booth is shook. Everybody in the booth is shook right now. So how, have goosebumps.
1: How long did the conversation go?
0: That one lasted a couple more, like 30 seconds. They weren't long calls.
1: I would have had so many questions. Oh, of
0: course. But in the moment, I mean, you can't come up with them. You oh, know? Yeah, of course. I'm impressed my mom even got that out. Yeah. But she just wanted to know how we were, you know, how are the girls... And my mom wanted to see if she was with her mom. And she said, yes, she was.
1: Then the phone hung up. It's so strange. Like I never, ever
0: again did the phone ring.
1: I wonder why on that date, at that time, it happened. I mean, I know at the time. But
0: but maybe, I don't know. Because then, a few months later, my father watches 2020 every Sunday night. It's the longest running cable show. It's even (laughs) longer running than The Simpsons. So, 60 Minutes is on. They do a special piece about posthumous phone calls because this is a thing. And they're always really crackly. They're always late at night. And this is a thing that happens. It's a thing. Google it, everybody. It's a thing. So after that happened, then my dad was like, oh, fuck. That's real. You know what I mean? Like, he already was convinced, but after that, it was like, oh, that was her. Because
1: I can understand their their hesitance to believe it because, or at least your father's, because, um, if if any, because, you know, there used to be so much more prank phone calls. We oh, don't get yeah. prank phone calls anymore. I was just
0: having this conversation with my husband. It, it's because of everyone's numbers. It's so easy to see numbers now. I mean, we would prank call my whole childhood. Oh, I would use yeah. The school talk di- about the uh, school slumber directory. party. Oh, Yeah. It was so fun, even though every time they would know it was me, everybody, because my voice is very distinct.
1: Yeah, see that doesn't happen anymore. But, no, but your father knew it was I'm her. I'm telling you. Yeah,
0: and and to this day, if I ask him about it, his whole demeanor changes because he doesn't believe in this hooey.
1: But he knows it's something he can't explain. I'm
0: telling you. And then, like from that moment on, I mean, my mom answers the phone every time it rang. You know what I mean? Like forever.
1: Maybe that's going to... I'm going to put that on my ghost bucket list that I'm going to prank call people.
0: That would be so fun.
1: EVPs or EV please. Okay, so this first EVP that I found, it comes from this... YouTuber named Mr. Davis check out his channel he's got all kinds of real creepy stuff on there and this was an EVP that was recorded during a a paranormal investigation at the Linda Vista hospital which is actually in Boyle Heights here in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. which I think is the oldest section of Los Angeles so probably lots of ghosts going around there and you're going to hear uh, the the uh The investigation was done by the American Paranormal Research Association, and you're going to hear a researcher say, how are you associated with the hospital? And then there will be a reply. And I want you to tell me what you think the ghost replies. How are you
0: associated with the hospital? Oh, my. I
1: know it's a little hard.
0: I think he was saying, I'm a baby, I'm a baby, I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he okay. was a baby born in the hospital.
1: Wait, let's listen one more time. How are you associated with the hospital? When you hear... Okay, I'll give you four options. Okay. And when you hear it, you'll hear it. Okay. okay. so it, I
0: thought this was kind of like open for interpretation. It is, okay. but I'll give
1: you some, some guesses. Okay. Some, I'll, I'll get you... Um, these are some choices of what okay. it could be. Okay. It could either be A, on my meds. They're on their okay. meds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. B, right said Fred. Okay. It could be that. I
0: used to have that CD and I loved it. I'm too sexy? Yeah, yeah. It's really good.
1: Or it could be C... We're not dead.
0: <gasps> oh, that one's the scary
1: one!
0: I don't like that! But I'm gonna go with C. Or it could be D. Oh. What she said. Oh. I'm gonna go with C because it's the scariest. How were you associated with the hospital? We're not dead. Stop! I'm scared! <laughs> Ooh, isn't it creepy? I don't want that!
1: You can hear it when you when now that you know it. I
0: don't like it.
1: I don't either. But we're going to do another okay, one. Okay. Yeah. So here's the next one. This was also from that same video that uh, Mr. Davis posted. I don't know who the investigator was, but it was a person that posted to YouTube. They had felt a presence in their home and they recorded this okay. one. Okay. This one's a little, a little Might okay. be an Evie, please. Okay.
0: Just going to walk from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It repeats three times. That's why.
0: Why do the ghosts repeat themselves three times?
1: Oh, I actually cut it together. Got it. Or Mr. Davis did. I'm
0: glad you said that because part of me was like, "Oh, this this ghost really wants us to know something."
1: Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they're like. It bears (laughs) (laughs) repeating. Honestly, uh that's an ev, please. That's
0: an ev, please. I mean, it's, it sounds more like a fucking grunt. Yeah. Than it doesn't, a word. Well, it
1: could be a grunt. A ghost yeah. grunt is a creepy grunt.
0: Yeah, but I mean, come on, if you say it, don't spray it, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're trying to hear you, motherfucker. What did they say he said?
1: Okay, so my options it could be it's one of these. It's either A, a Mhm. B, don't leave us. No. C, The best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun. Okay. Or D.
0: I wish it was C because I'm a huge Shania fan.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm going to go with D.
1: It was actually. They they said that it said, don't leave us.
0: No, it didn't. I don't know. Evie, please. Evie, please. Oh my. What do you think we are? A bunch of hooey nonsense. Idiots? I mean, come on, <laughs> don't insult me.
1: But I don't know, I wasn't there. Maybe he heard it in the room. You never know. That's a good point. Well, that was fun. Two guests. In one episode. We're doing all kinds of new stuff here at Ghosted, and I hope you're enjoying it. You can tell me how much you enjoy it by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Himalaya, or wherever you can give me a great rating. That would be very helpful. Also, if you have a ghost story, please leave it in your review on Apple Podcasts, or you could send it to me or you could send me an EVP uh, at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. I also have the Facebook group we're trying to get going. That's Ghosted by Roz Dressful S. And there's a Facebook page. I am on Twitter at Roz Dressful I also have a Facebook page. I've got, um, gosh, let's see. I've got uh, an Instagram. Help my childhood dream come true by making me an Instagram celebrity celebrity by following me at RosdressVelez. And, um, oh, shows this weekend. I was going to do my game show at the World Famous Hollywood Improv on April 13th at 9 p.m. I'm no longer going to do it as a game show. It's now just going to be a straight-up stand-up show with um, my dear friends Jillian McCullough and Sam Pancake. And we have some big, huge guests that we have not announced yet. But please get your tickets to that. I would love to see you. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to share. Who we've got on uh, next week, so stay tuned on social media. As always, I love you all, both living and dead, but if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay,
0: bye! <laughs>
2: a podcast network.